Hey, you're listening to another episode of the Super Mercado Brothers Video Game Music Podcast. What's going on, everybody? This is a bonus Thursday episode. It's been a while since we've done one of these. Kind of wanted to do an episode because if you guys noticed, this past Monday, our new website has launched, and we're really excited about it. Yeah, it's been kind of a crazy uh, couple of weeks of us. <laughs> For us, just both with uh, moving and trying to navigate... Uh, getting a new logo and uh, getting a new website design and changing hosting and everything. So we wanted to have an episode just to kind of uh, uh, open up sort of the back door and, and let you guys um, just a little bit of an insight into what it takes to keep this show going and our site sure. going. Because uh, part of the thing that I think makes our podcast unique is that we don't really have any sponsorships. We don't have a production assistant. There, there's nobody else other than it's Carl and myself us. and yeah. occasionally Marty for coming on the podcast but as far as keeping everything up and running it's just us and yeah we kind of wanted to share some of the struggles and some of the difficulties of running this show because you guys might be curious to know it's not something we, we really talk about on the show you know makes sense why you know why would we yeah. but uh yeah you know most podcasts that i know of have usually some other kind of person that's helping with you know like doing doing the sound or helping with kind of the, the editing website or uploading editing yeah. stuff but yeah we pretty Making much do posts, everything ourselves yeah. yeah but yeah the kind of catalyst for wanting to talk about this on this bonus uh thursday episode as you guys know for these bonus episodes we kind of like to switch back from doing a traditional format where we play a lot of music and then just kind of talking to you guys about you know any given topic and and yeah since our website launched monday we had we had some some tough times uh, in that transition going from our previous host on a previous um developer and moving over to actually squarespace is where we're at right now so yeah there's <laughs> i don't know there's there's a lot of interesting stories to be had with that but will what are some of the first um kind of difficulties do you think we ran into it when we started this podcast well, I think one of the biggest things from uh, <laughs> square one, if you would say, is uh, money. Money has always been a huge problem because we yeah. wanted to create sort of a website and a sort of working infrastructure that functions just like every other podcast does normally. And so there's a sort of illusion that it's all do it yourself and really easy. But if you want things to look nice and you want to have, you know, high quality stuff, you gotta pay it either play. takes talent or it takes money. And so uh, I think in our early days, you know, we're designing everything, and even still now, you know, designing everything ourselves from all the artwork to making all the posts. And uh, it was always sort of a struggle because none of us are graphic design people and none no. of us have experience building websites or making websites. So I think it, it prevented us from exploring uh avenues of like having a, a like official website when we first started off because we didn't know if the podcast would be successful yeah or who i was mean listening to it when we started i don't even know if squarespace was a thing if it was it was not very popular but now it's definitely nice to kind of um have that as a home because we have control over design and over you know design changes but it's pretty easy to use it's just it's nice to have complete control because when we first started the podcast we were on blogger so we just had a blog spot page we yeah. had no other original music page or no news or, or nothing else it was just that page and it worked for us for a while it was a good fit right um, it's such an easy platform to use but eventually once we started to realize that we really need a website for all these other endeavors that we're doing we, right. we started to work with this developer who, who hosted the site for us and it was someone that will knew previously and he built you know built the site for us and that was a really hard and long difficult process just to get that site built right um and a lot of kind of concessions we, we made a lot of um things that we wanted that we just were never really 
ha- never really happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I think money is a big issue. Uh, when you're making a podcast for free and spending a lot of time working on it on the side, you know, this isn't our mm-hmm. job. This isn't the main thing that we do. Uh, and you also have to pay for having a website done. Well, you're- that, yeah, that was a difficult time because we were still doing the podcast every week and doing all the normal preparation that requires. In addition to that, we were constantly trying to figure out our website and how would we want to design to right. figure out these problems, you know, communication issues with our um, developer. And so what's nice now is now that we don't have to deal with anyone else. That's the upside is that we know that we're going to get things done, you know, as they need to happen. But yeah, it's hard think, when someone isn't invested in a project. Well, and I think the other thing is uh, being that we like never went to school for graphic design, it tends to be sort of a more vague thing of like, you know, I know when it's right and I know when it's wrong, sure. but I can't exactly tell you why. And what's nice about something like Squarespace, and I want to make this clear, this is not an ad for Squarespace. No. This is not a sponsorship <laughs> hidden because I know a lot of podcasts <laughs> advertise Squarespace, which is actually one of the reasons we yeah. decided to do it just the propaganda of all the podcasts we listen right. to but the thing that is nice about squarespace is um it, it sort of can't look bad all it's so mm-hmm. simple to use that the standard presets uh just make it look nicer and i i imagine if a lot of you have been using our old site for the last few years you know it it, it to me it kind of looked a little amateur yes. very sort as of the years went on it, it kind of got more and more kind of obsolete whereas when we started it was fine but you know expectations um have really changed over the years and standards have changed you know in 2015 um a website needs to look a lot better than it did in 2012 right um so yeah it, it was definitely time for a change um and and yeah what's interesting is we wanted a new website i would say Ooh, this is September. When did we first start talking? Was it a few months ago? I mean, I, I think it's been something that I've been mentioning for a while. I, I think it, it it's always little things um, that just about our whole website or aesthetic that, to me, I was always embarrassed of or felt were unprofessional. Some of it is probably like the old photos that we had. Yes. Uh, yeah. Some and of it is those... just the, the fonts and the general layout of the site. What's interesting about those photos, I really needed, I was like, we need to take new photos because Will was so young in those photos and he really you know was at that age where you looked so different than you do now you know you're right. 20 years old um but when I think those a photos big part were taken, is that how, I have a beard how, how old were you when those photos were taken 17 uh, probably 17 years old so i mean that's a huge difference you looked like a high schooler and now i'm on my second day of being 20 so <laughs> while we're recording not this. a lot of time has passed you but. look a lot older so yeah the new photos were, were definitely important but yeah let's just talk about the the difficulties we had in the process of switching over to this new site so the first thing that we needed to do was move the hosting of our website away from the the guy who was originally hosting it into GoDaddy, which is a you know one of the biggest hosting companies there is. And the only reason we had to do that is because um, Squarespace needed to point to it. Uh, if we already had the, our domain, it needed to point to another host. They didn't allow right. the transfer themselves. So that was the first process. And when that happened, the first time it happened, uh, <laughs> our developer emailed us and said. He pretty much kind of wanted to wipe his hands of everything and said, that's uh, sorry, but nothing works. The whole site is gone. Um, and that's why, if you remember last week, good luck, guys. our website was down for a day or two. And we were terrified because we were given no information and we were worried that our entire website was, was lost. gone and that yeah. we had no way of accessing, no way of uploading posts and no way of, even though we had already started to sign up for Squarespace, we had no way of transferring over yeah, all Yeah, because one of, of the content. biggest things that we researched is that Squarespace 
offers um, an import option from WordPress, which was our previous platform. So every single post, every episode, all the comments w- were able to be imported um, automatically, which is which is awesome. But we were worried that we would have to literally have to redo everything, which was really scary. But then the next day, I you know I called GoDaddy up and I and I kind of troubleshooted a little bit, and then we had our developer redo it again, and then it worked, and then we were able to import everything and kind of move forward. But Yeah, but when it first went down, that was a very dark day. It I was a mixture of scary. angry and sad, and it was, it was pretty pretty miserable, but I'm glad we got through it, and um, I, you know, I think it all is for the best, because I think it prompted us to get things going a little bit quicker than they would. And I think having a nicer website is just going to be better in general for us. Mm-hmm. And I think another big thing is all of the logos, all of the artwork we've ever done has just been um, ourself. You know, we have Photoshop, but again, we're not visual artists. Um, and so something that was important to me was to uh, get a new logo And how about design. that logo, guys? You guys, if you haven't seen, check out our um, our website. There's a really awesome logo that we're just really happy with. Actually, we got two logos, one kind of for iTunes and one for our website. Yeah, we, we used a website called uh, 99designs, which allows you to uh, host a contest. So you sort of say what it is that you're looking for in a logo and all these different artists. These different designers. It's really you ideas it was so much fun for us and um i was incredibly impressed i was a little bit skeptical about it and felt you know i don't want to be paying too much money Mm -hmm. for this and when we had a history of doing it ourselves but it feels good to have something that it doesn't necessarily need to change it can just sort of stay the way it is and feel comfortable about it and also a few weeks ago we did take some new uh photos so hopefully the website's looking nicer and uh the functionality of it will be a little bit more smooth and easy for you guys. What's nice is our original music page hasn't changed really at all. So that's still one of the the things that we did on the previous site is we had it. So when you clicked original music, it was actually taking you to Bandcamp, but we used a custom domain. So it looked like you were still on our site and And a custom (laughs) header too. Yeah. But, um, we sort of, uh, we stopped trying to fool people (laughs) into thinking that that's how it was working because part of it, we had to pay a separate cost each week Mm -hmm. for Bandcamp in order to have that function. So now if you click our original music page, it'll open a new tab and just take you to our Bandcamp site, which is essentially what it was doing before. Before. Um, it's just now we don't have to pay <laughs> that extra sure. amount each uh, month. And that had always been something that was definitely a lot less stressful than any of our web- other website stuff. I mean, the Bandcamp stuff has always been pretty great, pretty easy to use. And it looks and great. Smooth. I mean, I, I really like the design of Bandcamp. Uh, I, you have customization over the order of the albums yep. um, on the site, which is actually something both of us have probably spent way too much time <laughs> deciding. And every time we release a new album, it's like, what should be on each level? Should we have rows of three, rows of four? Mm-hmm. Um, but... Yeah, I'm I'm really excited about this this new website because it sort of invigorated me with a new sense of passion for sure. the podcast. Because uh, I think something that was always discouraging, you know, we work so hard on our albums and on the podcast, and you know, trying to create new innovative content for people that are fans of video game music. But then going to the old website, I always felt a little bit like 
gee, you know, if 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 some big name came to this website, they they might just think we're the sort of amateur show, which sure. maybe we were at first, but but we didn't um, want to come across that way for sure. And yeah, yeah, one thing that's interesting is we've kind of been forced over the years to have to kind of dabble in some graphic design. Right. Like when you think about a lot of our album covers, um, most of those album covers we designed ourselves. Like, all of them, actually. Yeah, of Cosmic Proportions. I completely designed that one all myself. And what was funny about that is like just doing really kind of uh, obscure method convoluted methods of getting like a 3d planet Mm -hmm. and kind of the shading and all that technique i didn't really know what i was doing but i found like workarounds well yeah all of them were done uh, originally most of them we collaborated on um so we would do them together sometimes there's a lot of arguments uh, marty marty uh actually made the drawing that megabuster the cover is primarily this drawing that he made and then carl and i brought it into photoshop and worked with fonts and coming up with stuff for uh the hello world album covers that was sort of done again we were all in different (laughs) places yeah so it was sort of done remotely through commenting and yeah there was a lot of discussion over the um the album covers for hello world i did most of the kind of the the actual photoshop work and then i would send these you know rough ideas to will and marty and they'd have all these changes oh this color here and that you know color there but what was one cool story i'd like to share with the second one the journey on dino island the actual image of the island you know how it looks like a child's drawing i actually drew that on ms microsoft paint yeah which is cool because when you draw something on ms paint with a mouse it looks kind of crappy you can't it's not as good as how i would draw you know and what's kind of cool about that is it did kind of emulate like a seven-year-old style of drawing right i was trying to do as good of a job as i could but you know with the mouse it's just not going to look that well, great they, they have a new uh crayon feature yeah that makes it which look is like what it was i used with a crayon which i think was perfect and sort of fits that yoshi's island stuff but yeah it was just a lot of detail a lot of uh conversation and i know something that i'm interested in that i know marty's really interested is fonts and sort of graphic design language of text so i probably know more about that than i do of actually using photoshop and just like negative space and all all the kind of things that you would actually take in a graphic design class but it's nice that we've had to use those tools um in the past yeah i'm trying to think of other um difficulties we've had i think in a little bit i kind of want to talk about week to week just some of some of our normal difficulties of keeping the show afloat but that's sort of the biggest thing yeah before i get to that um another technical difficulty that has that had been kind of stressful for a while is archive.org which is the site where we host all of our media all of the um, MP3s of, of every single episode that had been having some issues, some it's intermittent still server issues. Will. Yeah. Every once in a while, there's an episode that goes down, and luckily, you guys are really good at at tweeting at us and letting us know, "Hey, episode 140 is down." Yeah, we're so grateful for that because it it really has no rhyme or reason for mm-hmm. what um, will go down, and it's usually it'll go just down that, intermittently. Right, yeah. they change a server of where that file well, is hosted, is, and so um, the link changes. Podcasts in general are not designed to be like long-term archives of content it's supposed to be an up-to-date um assortment of recent posts you know so it's like archive in a lot of those places they're not necessarily designed to to keep 
that functional for four years. It's really, it's like after a year or so, there's going to be servers that change and go down. And some of that stuff, if you do want to keep that stuff for a long time, you're, you're gonna, there's going to be some upkeep involved. Right. I think one of the things that's always been important to us is to keep as many episodes as possible available to you guys on the feed. Because mm-hmm. I know that the way that people listen to podcasts now is either at work or, you know, when they're driving, but just through their phone, either on iTunes or through an RSS feed. So I know that, you know, if we only had like the five most recent episodes sure. and then, you know, if people wanted to go to po- previous posts, they'd have to go to our website. I know that a lot less people would listen to those episodes. Mm-hmm. And I think we're really proud of all of our work. And we constantly, I think the most common thing we get emails or feedback about is, Hey, I just started listening to your podcast sure. and I went back and I listened to everything and I, I th- mm-hmm. And I really am happy about that, <laughs> mainly that people can go back to the early episodes and still enjoy it, because I think that's kind of hard for Carl and myself, because we've really changed a lot as uh, people who are consumers of video game music. We've changed as composers and as just speakers, being able to articulate ourselves and right. analyze music. Um, so it is kind of hard for us to go back, but I'm so glad that um, you guys really enjoy listening to the previous episode. So as much as possible with this new website, we're going to try to keep as many episodes uh, open to you guys mm-hmm. through the feed. Yeah. So hopefully and, that shouldn't and no matter, change too much. no matter what happens with the feed, uh, there's every episode is always going to be available on our website, which, which, which is awesome. You know, it is kind of fun to go back to those old episodes every once in a while, kind of listen to one of them. Some of them are a little cringeworthy for me. We did add a bumper to the very beginning of the first episode kind of to give a little disclaimer you know what's so funny about that is uh you recorded that bumper after we had a conversation because yeah carl wanted to you know not have the first couple episodes Mm -hmm. um on anymore because he's kind of embarrassed of him i'm a little embarrassed too but i I felt like it's important to have all of them so we reached a compromise where the idea was uh that carl would just record a short little bumper at the beginning of it saying hey uh just so you know we've changed we're better now but what's funny even just you by yourself recording that had so much more energy I know it's crazy once we actually started and it's like hi hello welcome to the podcast it's It's like crazy it's pretty insane yeah I just I just wanted the first thing people heard was like okay this is this sounds like a pretty you know legit instead of just like the first thing people hear is Hey guys, <laughs> like yeah. I would probably turn that off. Yeah, but yeah. Let's uh, let's talk about some of the the weekly struggles that we have in order to keep this podcast afloat, like long term. You know what what has been difficult? Let's start with you. Like for you, just dealing with your bullshit on a day-to-day basis. No, I'm it's just tough. kidding. <laughs> it's hard for me to deal with my own bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think for me, uh, well, now, I think when I first started, one of the difficulties was uh, researching music. We, we prepared more for the episodes in the beginning because we weren't as articulate. We didn't know what we were going to say. It probably wasn't until like 20 or 30 episodes in where we would just kind of say, let's wing it. You know, mm-hmm. let's just, I mean, we have the epi- the playlist prepared, but we just kind of come in and just not really know what we're going to say and just let it go from there. Um, sure. So early on, that was a big challenge for me to incorporate that. And I was still in high school and, you know, learning a lot about music and composing. Now, I think one of my biggest challenges is uh, finding times where we can record in a big block of time, Mm -hmm. uh, because now I live in an apartment with three other people, 
and the podcast, you know, it takes about 60 to 70 minutes every week. And sometimes we have these bonus episodes. So sometimes it can be kind of difficult to, you know, get the place to myself or get a room to myself yeah. where, you know, I have. No, and now, you know, time. I have roommates now, too, uh, where, where I moved to. So that can be difficult, too. It's not just, you know. Uh, it's not just finding a space, but it's making sure they're quiet and they're not blasting music or yelling. And that's yelling. also kind of awkward yeah. sometimes it, it to is have awkward. those discussions. Yeah, uh, that's tough. I do miss recording them in person. Little note, we're actually recording this in person. We don't have any mic stands. So we're just holding our SM7s right. in our hands. But I came home for my birthday um, weekend, which it was, it was actually perfect timing because all of this crazy website stuff went down while I was here. So I Carl and I have been able to work on it together. That was good timing. At, at first it was like, oh man, this sucks. It's happening, you know, on your birthday. But then, we, yeah. you know, within one day, a lot So many things happened better. in the period of 24 hours. We crazy. went from having no website to sort of having two, like one <laughs> ghost website and one original website sure yeah um for me some of the struggles has been um just having the time in the week to to prepare everything to prepare every single week we have to prepare a playlist and whittle down and that requires listening to hours and hours of lame video game music right you if i'm correct you do a lot of that early whittling mm -hmm. at work right i do have it on in the background i do i listen to a lot of subpar video. so i imagine if you're having a bad day at work and you also have to listen to you know crap you know what's funny is like if it wasn't for the good stuff you know i in some ways i could be jaded with video game music like mm -hmm. uh there's just there's a lot of mediocre stuff out there it makes you appreciate it makes you appreciate things. the gems and when you find a gem uh you know if we're doing a sand episode and you're just listening to just kind of lame kind of stereotypical <laughs> oh god you know, middle eastern stuff I mean, and even then, good games with good soundtrack sure. oftentimes that's like right not and then you the finally best. hear something like that awesome uncharted track and it's just like right. oh god this is such a gem you know uh, so yeah, for me, the, the challenge is having the time to whittle and listen to everything and then upload the actual playlist and order it, Sure. Um, get get all the content, record, and then the editing. You know, the editing has become less of a thing because I do all the editing of the podcast. Uh -huh. um, I've edited every single episode. And Except for one. There was one when mm -hmm. you were like, right. you? You were, oh, what you were on like that? vacation and I had to is edit that... the Peter McConnell interview. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I was. That was actually really fun, though, because uh, mm -hmm. I, I mean I, that was one of my this favorite. Was, that was the second. That it was the second. It was one. the second one, not the Lucas Arts episode. But I, one. that was maybe my favorite Dude, interview we've the done. The Lucas Arts episode one was very challenging. A little quick oh, aside. There was audio a quick problems. aside. Our first interview with Peter McConnell. Marty was in the room with us, and we didn't know this this program called Pamela, which is how we record record the the Skype audio. We didn't know that there was an option to separate the stereo channels so that Peter's audio was isolated so it was all just one mess of audio and anytime we talked and were really annoying and laughing which was like every second um it would just completely <laughs> get in the way of peter's right. audio and marty would be making these sounds like he'd have a pen and he'd want to write us a note to ask right. a question and he'd circle it really loud and that was now <laughs> on the recording so right. there was a lot of crazy editing we had to do to get rid of all of that sound. in specific moments and there and was stuff. even moments where it got where i would replace certain words that peter said like let's say he With said like, words. And that was really challenging in order to compose that. And if during the word compose, there was like a scratchy sound that You'd Marty made, the word I would have to then. find the word compose again and put it in. And it was like, there was a lot of crazy stuff over the years we've done. There's also been a couple episodes where we've had audio cutout and glitches mm -hmm. where you'll say Will's mic 
or my mic, you know, all of a sudden I'm recording all of a sudden that it like cuts out two words. Mm-hmm. I would have to go back and re-record those words and try to put well, them in. In our hundredth episode, if you remember the video that was episode, the worst. Marty's mic didn't work for so much of it. So Marty actually had to come back, re-record a lot of the things that he said. <laughs> yep. And it had to be like <laughs> ADR'd in exactly. live with what he was saying. So that, that was really tough. That was fun. One of my favorite editing related things that I ever did was, I think we called it scrubbing down memory lane. Yeah. Yeah, but I made cool. this little montage of all of our sort of favorite moments through the first hundred episodes of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And I listened to like every single episode and I made notes of sort of the funniest, best parts. Sure. And so that was just a long process in and of itself. But whittling that down to like a short enough piece of content. that You're going to do that again. I really want to do that again for the uh, 200th episode. Yeah, getting back to what I was saying, you know, when I edit the episodes, originally it was a really hard process because first of all, we saw and we needed a lot of editing like Making there was constant, constant editing that 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 was required and also it took me so long like the first season um it would probably average on maybe like three ish hours of maybe four ish right. hours i remember that to edit the episode um now it's to the point where there's virtually no editing as far as our talking that I need to mm-hmm. do. It's, it's just pretty much just the... putting the music in, getting the levels, and and doing all that fades and all that cutting stuff. out our audio while the music exactly is all that stuff. Now it's gotten to the point where I can edit it virtually real time as far as if the episode 70 minutes i can pretty much edit it in about 70 minutes maybe potentially even less than 70 minutes because i skipped through, skip the, music, through yeah. the, the tunes in your editing yeah. so that's been helpful i think another thing from the recording side of things when we did our first episodes um if we would make a mistake we would constantly just start over mm-hmm. we would redo entire things you know we'd be like 10 <laughs> minutes in and just start the podcast over be like sure. what were we saying we and don't do that anymore hassle. now for the most part we just like flub up a word and just say it again which then, i think is good because that makes it more conversational and it just feels more real and authentic where sometimes like even if you can't notice those edits uh there's just something about it that it just doesn't quite have the same realism that right. you know it's just a conversation that, and again the whole intention of the podcast from day one was to emulate the conversations that we have just being nerdy video game music fans sure you know that's still kind of the aim of our podcast is I mean, to this do is that. the most conversational episode ever i'm laying on a couch we're yeah. holding my it's nice this is so much easier than our good. normal podcast. i could just pretend you know this is a phone and i'm talking to you on the phone like all those great phone you know one of the reasons we wanted to do some of these bonus episodes like this you know these are very laid back and conversational nothing like a normal podcast is we enjoy a lot of podcasts like this like for example if i were you is one of our favorite podcasts where it's a comedy podcast podcast it's an advice podcast but they just kind of shoot the breeze and just goof around and talk the whole time and right. there's something really nice well so i also love for video game music podcast train station at eight i mean i'm sure any uh listeners of this show are very familiar with that because we've had uh steven and brian on we're gonna have them on again time. soon i think yeah and we've been on that show tons and that show uh is very perfect um counterbalance to what this show is for it's a more video conversational. Game music podcast they focus on fewer tunes and a, they get to sort of spend more time focusing on their own personal relationships with yeah the songs. And, and again that's one of the reasons we wanted to do some of these bonus episodes to kind of have a different to kind of show a different side of us than most people really see in our normal episodes you know sure sure a little more personal yeah for me I'm trying to think of the some of the other struggles uh, as far as having the time uh, i would say sometimes uh on the weekends it would be and it's gotten to the point where it's such a routine but for a while sometimes it would be stressful on the weekends because sundays i would know that all oh, crap 
I have to, the last step for me is putting up the, putting up the post, writing out well, all do, the do, information. Do you remember like the first season, like the entire first season, I had to upload every, it was so because weird. My computer, Your computer didn't work with archives. So yeah. you would have to email me mm-hmm. the MP3 file. It was my old computer, I think. And I would have to upload the episodes to archive. And, and this is when we were link. still using Blogger. And so <laughs> it was kind of this weird convoluted process. I think eventually they updated their their upload um, feature and then yeah. that started to work for me but yeah so on Sundays it, it used to be really stressful because I was like oh crap I have to and, and originally it took so long to make those posts and then I had to remember to publish it and there were a couple right. times where I forgot like there's one time I straight up forgot to, to put the post up and publish it and it was like a Monday morning and I don't remember if you were like, hey, Carl, where's the... And I was like, oh, crap, I forgot. I think that was only once. I do yeah. remember that, though. It's interesting. We used to do it on Monday. The first few episodes, it was, like, so religious, it had to be on Monday. And so now it's Sunday you would night. wait till, like, 12... 12- yeah, which is dumb. Why does it matter? Just yeah. give people a little but earlier. But now sometimes you do it so early, it's like 5 p.m. on a Sunday. Usually it's, a, usually it's about 7 or 8 our time, uh, typically. But yeah, I mean, there's no there's no problem with Just so that, you know, for earlier. people that like plug their phone into their computer and have it automatically download to yep. like an iPod or something that it's ready to go on it's Monday It's definitely morning. ready to go Monday morning. Right. Yeah, it would be tricky if we had to kind of do that stuff Monday morning because I'm getting up for work I wonder if stuff. there's some sort of Pavlovian response that people have of our voices where maybe they just kind of subconsciously don't like it because they always hear us on a Monday and Ooh. Monday is like maybe one of the worst days of the week I disagree actually I think we're you know the one bright spot in their otherwise dismal day no I'm just I'm just kidding <laughs> the one bright are the one and only yeah the two and only really yeah, that's. I'm trying to think of other uh, challenges that I've personally had uh, with the show. Again, dealing with your crap has always been just so yeah, hard. Man. I mean, we've had a lot of arguments over the years about. Um, I think we're both a little stubborn and just definitely have visions of what we want and what we think is the best thing. And usually we get heated and then we come back to it and we always compromise. We always come to an understanding. Yeah, we lick which our is wounds. Nice. And yeah, I mean, there's never been something where it's like we literally disagree and we just never are able to agree on it yeah we're always able to come to a solution so you know those challenges are going to come up with any like kind of um collaborative working relationship with somebody but for the most part it's been pretty darn easy as far as um you know working with each other i mean i think since we've been doing I think that probably more get in arguments when it comes to music when it's like yeah that's uh, true or design stuff. related things yeah design album stuff. covers have been tough yeah <laughs> but a lot of good memories i mean it, it is the the thing that i take away from it is what we were left with so even if we had a frustrating time yeah uh, making you know say the mega buster the dear mario album cover like what's left is something that i'm really proud of and i think looks great i agree um so all that stuff is it's kind of satisfying it, well it what's your favorite function what's your favorite album cover of ours that we've done I love the second Hello World one. I'm really happy with Child of the Chozo. That was actually one, ironically, even though that was just <laughs> Me my Me and Marty album, did that one. I had no real involvement with it. I mean, I sent the guys a couple uh, images from Metroid games of like I wanted yeah, that was... like a wall carved sort of Egyptian looking Yeah, image I kind of want to talk ball. about that because Will was at school and he just finished the album. And for some reason, me and Marty had you know really wanted to work on it. And also, I mean, you were busy with class. You just didn't have the time. You didn't have Photoshop too. So, right. So... Marty came over to my apartment and me and him just in one night, it probably took us 
two and a half, three hours, and we just completely designed the whole. Yeah, I was album I was cover. very worried about it because I usually like to have a lot of specific control. I mean, I gave you guys the idea of like I want it to be a morph ball, like hieroglyphic and mm-hmm. everything, but I really didn't know what to expect, and I. I couldn't have been more pleasantly surprised. I think it really fit one. the tone of the album too. I think personally, my favorite will always be the of cosmic proportions. I was that so proud really cool. I like of that getting font. that, um, getting that result. It took a long time to get there, but I'm really. Proud I like of that the one. Super Mercado Bros font. We used that for a really long time, either on episodes mm-hmm. or on uh, the banner for our Bandcamp page, just because I thought that was a yeah really pro looking font. Uh, I was also happy when I had the idea of doing the Super Nintendo font, but with Super Mercado Brothers or wait, original music, great. I think. Yeah, right. That one looks that really classic cool. kind of um, italicized red yeah. text. Yeah. That. Yeah. I'm I so we've had a lot of a lot of good things have happened with this show. I mean, when I think about where we started, um, was honestly and i think we mentioned this in the first episode but uh it was from listening to the legacy music hour podcast and i was introduced to it funny enough from emily reese top yep. score listening to an, an episode, episode of top where score brent came on where yeah she had brent and it like really excited me the idea of a video game music podcast it was like this perfect thing where it's something new like a podcast seemed like a relatively new medium mm-hmm. but video game music was something you know we both loved ever since we were children yeah and so the combination of that sort of old and new for us i think was really exciting but to get to the point that you know we were always thinking one day if we could get on top score and to now mm-hmm. have this sort of reoccurring role with emily on her new show and having done panels with her and it, that that feels awesome and thinking of all the different composers we've gotten to interview it's, it's nice too with a, really with, been great as far as you know the the operation of the podcast it's gotten to a really good place of comfort where we can just we know we can do it every week and we know that we're going to be able to bring you know our a games to the actual recording of the episodes and right. we know that we're going to be able to talk about things we're, we're able to, to be at the point now where it doesn't require that much um kind of stress and effort as far as the actual what we're saying on the episode that has gotten to a really nice point of where it's just natural and we just kind of enjoy recording and that is probably yeah. the easiest part of our podcast is actually the recording of the episode and talking about the music so funny yeah i i i might have to agree with you you're you're probably right that maybe is the easiest part and it, it's really exciting to have all this sort of um uh website-y stuff going to be sort of in the past yes, now and yes. it, it was relatively quick like it was just probably about a month ago that mm-hmm. feeling very overwhelmed about all these things we need to do we want a new website we need new hosting we need new photos new we logo need a new logo we, we just want to revamp our entire design um so it's oh gosh is it ever nice yeah you know having that and stuff i think now kind of done. the next goal is just trying to just reach more people trying to expand yeah. our audience as much as possible and you know you guys really are um very helpful in that front i know a lot of you had have shared our show with friends and have you know posted about it on social media and retweeted things so that stuff is just immeasurable as far as uh how it's helped us yeah, to expand absolutely. our audience so we really appreciate all that stuff guys yeah and I, I think the other thing is hopefully with um this new website has, will give me more energy to uh, mm-hmm. do stuff like that. And I probably know for you as well, Carl, and hopefully it just it looks now. nicer for, um, yeah. 
new eyes, new people coming awesome. to look Well, and I think that, that pretty much wraps it up. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this kind of inside look into maybe some of the behind-the-scenes challenges of uh, doing our podcast. Yeah, it feels about time that we did something like this because to a lot of you, you know, we've been talking to you every Monday for like four years. It's crazy. So uh, I guess it's about time we sort of let you know what's going on. And uh, as always, the, hopefully this isn't too shameless a plug or a concept, but we did mention um, one of our challenges was just there actually are a lot of costs that go. It's not just time, but it actually is money that um, just gets sunk from all the costs and all the hosting that we have to our Squarespace band. For, yeah. So now we have new and different costs and uh, getting that logo design was actually quite a bit of money. Um, so if we do uh hopefully on our new site still have a donate button um uh but we we always really appreciate that and one of our fans had a really good idea that we should start a patreon yeah that's something so, we're gonna look yeah into hopefully soon. in the next few weeks months it that would could never be just so you know guys up. it would never be a replacement where the the podcast is paid you have to pay oh, no, for no, no, it no, no, no. it's always podcast is always going to be free but the patreon would just be for yeah. if you choose to and that those sort of rewards will probably be in the form of different music or some sort of special song right, or right. special video or shout out things like that or even just like a, bonus a, a episode. special episode yeah. that we do, um, you know, just for those people. Or, yeah. you know what I think could be really cool? Uh, if you get one to of a certain perks, tier, you, you get, get to choose, choose an, episode. an episode. Or maybe come on the podcast and be like a guest. That's actually a great idea. Uh, yeah, we're going to look yeah. into that really soon. But I'm yeah, excited. Yeah, thanks guys for um, kind of indulging us today and joining us. We'll be yeah, back with you on I Monday. With feel a, very br- You said something the other day when I was really discouraged about sort of the... <laughs> the state of, of things with having no website and being uncertain about the future that you said uh our our future is very bright for this show and mm-hmm. um hopefully the next year will bring even more good things so we're really excited to keep uh making episodes as long as you guys continue to listen thank you again for all of your support and remember you can find every episode of this show along with links to all of our original music at supermarcado bros Dot com. Go over there if you haven't checked it out recently. It's a pretty cool new site. Um, we're really excited about it. Thank you again for listening. My name is Will Brueggemann. My name is Carl Brueggemann. We'll talk to you guys on Monday. Peace out. <laughs>